The end times are coming. Ah, it's okay. As Christians, we know that have uh, known for a long time that the end times are coming. We never know when, but we're always ready. It's who we are. We're preparing ourselves for the coming of Christ. And uh, the end times could come right now or a thousand years from now. But we are not afraid. We are filled with hope. This month of November, we always begin with all saints to remind us as we near the end of our liturgical season that we are living for heaven. And there are people who have gone before us who are there worshiping with God and able to behold him face to face for eternity. That joy and, and place of beatitude, that blessed place of heaven. Then on, on November 2nd, we celebrate All Souls Day. Those who have gone before us as well, but are still on their journey to the heavenly homeland, on their journey being purified, uh, still in need of our prayers. And we remember that our life here on earth is about our journey to heaven, to be purified, to be holy, to be set apart uh, for God, for love, and for Him. That uh, is like St. Paul said in our second reading today, he reminds us that we are children of God, that we are children of God, and that we are children of the light and of the day. This is the ancient Jewish way of saying that we are sons and daughters of goodness, of righteousness and truth. And these are not just, you know, nice things to say, but it's who we are that we are children of light. We are children and sons and daughters of goodness, of righteousness, and of truth. We choose what is good as Christians. We do the righteous thing, the, the right thing always, and that we pursue the truth in the world. We look for what is good, and, uh, and, and it leads us back to God because Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life that we are ready, always ready, uh, as St. As Paul said, uh, like for the, for the Lord to come, that we are always prepared, we are ready for him, so that we are not caught off guard like a thief in the middle of the night, and that we are uh, ready to welcome the bridegroom when he comes, remembering from last week's gospel. Matthew 25 is where last week's gospel, this week's and next week's uh, gospel comes from where it is uh, the disciples ask Jesus the question, when will we know uh, the end times? And when, when will we know when they arrive? And Jesus is answering this question. And especially last week, we have the, the wise and foolish virgins for that symbol for us to be prepared for when the bridegroom comes, to be welcomed into that heavenly wedding banquet uh, and that, that's the image that we had last week. This week, we have um, the, the parable of the talents. So last week was about preparation for heaven, to be prepared when the bridegroom comes. This week's is, what do we do in the meantime as we're waiting? Uh, the three servants were entrusted with the master's money. They were entrusted with actually quite a bit of money. A talent in uh, Old Testament or New Testament times, uh, ancient Jewish time, uh, was actually, it was a weighty thing. It was very heavy. 
it was worth about, depending on whether it was made of gold or silver, about 20 years worth of daily wages. 20 years worth of wages. And this master is giving of himself freely to his servants, uh, those of his, uh, in his household, uh, giving his possessions. So one, he gives over 100 years worth of wages, another 40, another 20, each according to his ability. Uh, he's, you know, not playing favorites, but he knows that if he gives five to one, that he's going to make a great return on that gift. And another two, and another, he's going to do well um, according to his ability. He's going to do uh, what he can or she can. And then, um, and then another one. It doesn't matter how much each is given, but they're called to make a return on their gift. Now, this isn't just about capitalism and, and interest on money and loans. Uh, this is about, uh, for us in this parable, about the kingdom of God. Earlier, uh, the disciples asked Jesus this question, why do you speak to them in parables? And I think for us, uh, the, the metaphor uh, from this parable in answering the question, what are the talents? It is the secrets of the kingdom of heaven. The talents for each of us that God has given each of us is the, the mysteries, the secrets, so to say, of the kingdom of God, kingdom of heaven, uh, the mysteries of our salvation, that God has saved each and one of us, that God loves each and every one of us and wants us to be with him forever in heaven. That's our secret. It's not hidden. It's not in the dark. But we are children of light, and we place these mysteries, these secrets on the mountain for all to see, for everyone to know who we are and who Jesus is and who our Father is, that we have been filled and given new life by the Holy Spirit. Each of us now are called to share these mysteries, to share the talents that we have received, whether it's Maybe you, maybe you have received about 10 talents or more. Maybe you've received five, four, three, two, one. It doesn't matter how many talents we have received, each according to our ability. Even the guy with the one talent could have made a, a great investment and used that talent rather than burying it, being lazy, being wicked, choosing uh, not to engage with the talents that he was given. We are called to, to trade, so to say, to immediately go out like the first um, gentleman in our parable, to trade and, and to make uh, an investment uh, to, to build up the kingdom of God with the gifts that we have been given. And so this is not uh, for us to go out and do more things, uh, to have more Bible studies, to, uh, you know, to go out and um, do this, that, and the other thing. Uh, we're not called to do more, we're called to be more, to share our relationship with Christ with, because we have encountered him, we have come to know him, and then we are called to go out and, and serve, to give of ourselves, starting with our vocation, uh, to marriage, to, um, for me, to priesthood, uh, to whatever our vocation is, to serve and do that to the best of our ability, and then to do our jobs well. Uh, maybe it's grandparents, maybe it's parents, uh, maybe it's uh, serving uh, at your workplace, 
but to do everything we do well. And then in our daily life, uh, using these gifts, using these talents, uh, at school, at home, in our homework, for our teachers, everywhere, to give the glory to God, to build up the kingdom, and to invest, so to say, the, the money that we have been given, the talents that we have been given, uh, the gifts that we have been given for the glory of God. So that God doesn't say at the end of time, uh, you wicked and lazy servant. I don't want him to say that to any of you. I want him to say to you, well done, my good and faithful servant. Come and share your master's joy. That entering into that joy is um, what our Lord is talking about is heaven. Come and share your master's joy forever to be with him rather than being uh, kicked out, so to say, because we did not engage with the gifts that we are given. I want him to say to each of you and, and to me too, well done, my good and faithful servant. To be good and faithful. Those, that's our call this week. To be good in Christ. To be faithful to Christ. To serve him and to serve our Lord in, in everything that we do. So that we can hear him welcome us one day into the heavenly kingdom of God.